Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode um, 471 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And this question was sent by Jeremy. He wrote uh, on our base camp uh, communication channel for Total Organist community. Going to be a busy week, so I hope to get to the organ a little more than I think I think I will. We're having new floors put into our upstairs, so I will be hanging around the house. Piano practice will probably not happen, and my dogs will be going a little nuts with the construction happening. If possible, I will practice on the G minor a little prelude and fugue for postlude on Sunday, and the messieurs attended Domine for prelude. After that, I will be working on my normal repertoire. And I wrote to him, I have a feeling your congregation will enjoy hearing the messieurs. Do you write some program notes in the church bulletin? And Jeremy answered, no. Only a portion of the congregation listens to the preludes and postlude, so that lets me plan things like the Demesieur or even Messian. And then Diane uh, jumped into the conversation as well. A portion is something. When I subbed for my daughter, I played the last half of a three-minute postlude to an empty sanctuary. Save one little old lady, old lady who stood up and applauded when I was done. My daughter says this is normal for her as well, and she is an excellent organist. And they mostly talk uh, through the preludes or enter the sanctuary at the last moment. And to this I responded, this is all quite sad to hear. Really what happens is that service starts with a prelude and ends with a postlude. So lots of education needs to be done, including clergy. Maybe write short program notes about the music to be played that week in the church bulletin. What do you think about our correspondence, Osha? Well, it's very nice that people on Basecamp can communicate between them, themselves. I think it's very helpful. We can, you know, share the problems, we can support each other. 
But you know, uh, thing that struck me is that told lady who listened to that postlude and you know applauded afterwards, and it makes me feel that you know it doesn't matter how many people are listening to you, you always have to do you know your best. Because sometimes you know one old lady might be more important than you know entire crowd. Yes. And you never know. When you will reach, you know, somebody's heart with your music. And this old lady might be a very famous organist, for example, traveling the country. Well, it doesn't matter if she's famous or she's not, you know. The most important thing is for me that, you know, you, you reach her, you touch her, you know, with your music. And that's very nice thing. That's why, you know music is about touching people's hearts true don't you think so of course um, then I would think I would think uh, that uh, educating people educating congregation would help here a lot remember um, in our church Grace Lutheran Church when we worked uh, in Lincoln Nebraska uh, they had a tradition that musical direction director Sarah Sarah Schott would write um, a short um, note about today's music selections. I'm, I'm not sure if people read it or not, but it was there, and, and anybody who were interested could actually get educated this way. I don't remember that actually. Probably I haven't read with mm-hmm. their notes. Well, you were busy playing. Mm. And um, what's your impression about preludes and postludes in our churches, in our church, in at Grace Lutheran Church at that time? Did people listen? Well, some of them listened, but some of them did not. I think it's it's common for many congregations around the world. Mm-hmm. But somebody cares and somebody not. You know, another thing in, in Catholic church, I sometimes observe people during the Mass, that as soon as we receive communion, we leave the building, church building. Wow. Yes. we. Some of them really doesn't wait for, you know, final blessing and the end of the Mass. So uh-huh. what could you... How could you force them, you know, to stay and to listen to your prelude? I mean, for your postlude, if, you know, we leave right after receiving communion. Maybe, maybe you could play the postlude during communion. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be good. I see. You would be kicked out of church. Yeah, that's, that's a tricky situation. When people don't care, what can you do? But you know, when we are talking about this problem, I remember this this comic strip on the. Mm, I yeah. believe it was on the Faulkner, Dr. Faulkner's door. Yeah. Where you know, old lady. Brenda. Brenda, yes, she was you no know, standing next to the organ bench with a long gun. Gun. It's like hunting gun, I, be, I believe. Uh, gunshot, yeah. Yes, and 
And it's, shotgun. Yeah, shotgun. And it said, you know, Brenda Silence, you know, crowd for her prelude. <laughs> and I have experienced, you know, episodes like this one. I've wanted, you know, to to shut people down for my prelude or my postlude. Especially when I would learn something, you know, really sophisticated. Yeah. Oshara stands up from the on the on the organ bench and yells You should have listened to my prelude. But the most important thing I think and one of the hardest thing you know while serving a church is you no know, to play as well as you can no matter what happens downstairs. And just you no know, focus on your music. And, you know, no matter what. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting uh, to hear other listeners' um, opinion and feedback uh, in their churches. Uh, do people appreciate music? Or is it just a background noise? I think it's, you know, different in me. In each case, I think you can find people always that appreciate music and people who don't care about it. Mm-hmm. That's right. The good thing today that is you you can find fans for your music, listeners for your music much easier with technology than earlier. Playing in church is no longer a... A you know one opportunity for the organist to play in public or uh, engage with the audience nowadays. You mean not the only opportunity? Yes. Not the only yes. Put it online. Put your video online and watch it spread. Yes, like Vidas does. And sometimes social. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, guys. This was Vidas. And Usha. Uh, Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. 
You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi, Vidas and Usha. Thank you, guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Usha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-Day Organ Playing Mini Course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.